0: Thank you, Lord. Please let's be seated in His presence. Now I have the mic, I have the voice. Amen. We thank God for that prophecy. The word that was delivered by pastor is just in tandem with the topic you matter to God. How would you matter to God if He does not know your heart? He has proven by today's Today's word of prophecy, that he actually knows us. As in us, every time we gather together here, he assures us of his love, compassion, and his faithfulness and commitment to us and to his word. So, if we had not matter to him, he would not be speaking to us all the time. Because he doesn't want us to miss it. His plans for us are plans of peace to give us an expected end. And those things that can make us to miss that expected end, God will forever be faithful to show us, to speak to us, and to correct us. Amen. The topic before me today is you matter to God, and so he died for us. The devil may be telling you, you don't matter. But the Bible tells me that I matter to him. What does the own Bible say? Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. You, every one of us here matters to him. The billions of souls he created in the world matter to him. And so he said that not an hair of our head will fall to the ground. Without him knowing. He knows the number of hair on your head. On my head. Is that possible by human reasoning? God knows everything. And he also assured us that he has written us in the palm of his hands. Do you want to check? Check the book of Isaiah Isaiah forty nine sixteen. He has created us for his glory. Do you know what it is to be written in the palm of someone's hands? That is, when I do like this, I see that person. Many times, we hear prophecy in this place. We hear words of encouragement, talks, and interpretation to assure us that he's the one that put us together in the womb of our mother. Scientifically, it has been proven that millions of cells are released when a man, a woman decides to have a child. How come you are the only one that comforts? No, answer me. Young father. How come? That, that is the only person you are holding now out of the millions of cells. Others will just die off like that. Some are conceived, they never come forth. You can't hold them, so they get aborted in the womb. But God decided in his mercy that he has a purpose for you, and he brought you forth to come and be named just fine. Brahmechi Avida. And he has even known you from the womb of your mother, and so named you. According to the Bible, it said so. Do you know that some of us receive our names from heaven? Are you aware? Yeah. Ask pastor. Daddy has told you his story. How a name was. As he sits down there, he received the name of his first child. Hmm? Just like Sister Vida. What's that name again? Can you imagine? The child is alive. Even DiBola can recollect the name. So the child is on your shoulder already. He has formed that child in the spirit realm, just waiting for manifestation. And that is not just for, to come to this world and joke, for a purpose. Amen? For a purpose. Tonight, I pray that we will find that purpose for which we are created in his ways. Because a life without purpose is a life that doesn't matter. Purpose is not defined in your secular jobs, your secular posts, your secular this and that, that we tend to celebrate and aggravate or escalate. Purpose is defined in the simple things you do for God. Amen. Purpose is defined in let me portray the Story of the poor beggar at the bosom of Abraham and the rich man. That's his purpose. The rich man had everything on earth, but he did not leave his purpose in God. And so he missed it. I pray that we will not miss it. Amen. Amen. The year of our age is numbered because he knows us. He knows us intricately, even before you are formed in the womb of your mother. He knows he's sending Femi to this world. And he knows that no matter the circumstances of Femi's birth, the circumstance as a matter of fact is to strengthen Femi to achieve its purpose. Amen? But where do man miss it? We allow environmental issues to make us to douse our value. Intrinsic value before God. Amen. The last time I checked, matter in the context of English statement means value, importance, significance. Amen. Those are the synonyms. And if you look at it in the context of physics or science, matter is a different matter. Yes. But matter in the context of English is significance. That is, you are important to God. And something that is important, you cannot do without. Amen? Amen. You cannot do without something that is important. Your wife may be the important in your life today. Maybe your husband, maybe your kid. Just as you are important to God, those children are important to you. When you don't see your child in a minute, you start screaming, where is the child? Where is the child? Don't let him fall. That is how God watches over you. Because he doesn't want you to miss it. We just heard a word of rebuke and correction now. Because he has a plan and a purpose for us. And his plan for us is not the way we think. Because his ways are not our ways. His ways and his plan, they are for us, but the nature of man will want to have his own way. We have intrinsic value to God because he has created us to manifest his glory. And that process started where? In the Garden of Eden. It started from Genesis. Let's look at it, and let's look at how we missed it. Not me, is it me? Did I miss it? No, it's my forefathers. Adam and Eve, the ancestors. So they miss it and they pass down the sin to, to mankind. So Genesis one, verse 26 to 30. If truly we matter to God, we want to validate that statement with scriptures. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. To abundant provision. Abundant was provision to make sure that there is food security, social security, environmental security, every form, economic security. And, uh, well, there was no transaction in those days, I would I say, financial security. But everything was provided to prove to man that there is nothing you need outside of God. As he provided in the Garden of Eden, he's still providing today. And the reason why we doubt God's faithfulness and commitment to us sometimes is because we want more than we need. Amen. We've heard that over and over and over here, that we should let our focus, our thoughts, and our actions be on, give us this day our daily bread. Anything outside of that will give the devil a legal ground to challenge you and say, maybe you say he loves you. Oh, Jesus, love me. Oh, Jesus, love me. My Bible tells me, so, so how come you have not gotten a job at last since you've been searching? And then you become morose. And you begin to doubt God. The ministry of the devil is to always put doubt in our heart. And it's only in our constant relationship and communion through his word that we can put that ministry to naught. Amen. And so he created Adam in his own image. If you don't value something, do you want that something to look like you? No. If I don't value my daughter, will I dress her well? No, you will not. God values us and he created us in our own unique way. Everybody with his own individual, intrinsic prowess and gifts and attributes. That is why it's pointless to try to step into somebody's shoes. Never try it create your own shoe find your own size the one that is comfortable for you are you listening i cannot attend to wear pastor femi's shoes now can i Uh-huh. even his wife cannot and pastor femi cannot wear his wife's shoes where is there, there be crisis so god has created every one of us unique wonderfully and fearfully made in his own to manifest his glory. Because of the ignorance of our importance to God, the devil will sometimes rob us of that sense of being, sense of uniqueness, sense of, I'm a child of God. Oh. We should walk in the confident reali- reality of the fact that we are created by God in His image. And whatever we are going through, whatever difficult times, God knows about it. Does he not know? He knows. So when we know that he knows, and we know that he cares for us, and we know that what we are passing through is just a face. It's a passing through. After all, we know that this world is not our home. Is it? Is it anybody's home? No, No, there's no burial ground in in heaven. Do you know? Nobody oh, are grand in heaven, it's only in that on earth. Eh? So when we ascend to heaven, we are going as spirits. This body belongs to the dust, and it goes there. Our importance to God is seen in the light of his divine provisions. Oh Lord my God, when I know someone that consider all the words that thy hands have made, I see that star. I hear the rolling thunders that pass through all the universe is played. Those things are talking about the creation from Genesis chapter 1. That song is referring to it. He created all that for man to behold and to recognize his glory. Because you can't create anything, can you? Whatever you create is made in China. Fake. Let's look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 8, how he went further after the creation of Adam to to make the environment secure. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 and 8. And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. A what? a living soul, even from the garden of Eden. And the Lord God planted the garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed to supervise things, to take dominion. What else can man ask? God came, he usually comes in the the evening time to come and commune with Adam and Eve. Because that is his purpose of our creation. He has created an enabling environment for us to have communion with him in the garden of Eden. But man failed, man fell, and so he did not give up on us. Is he see clothed us, is he said, true cause, search out the whole universe and he found no one else to do the, to pay the supreme sa- sacrifice of reconciliation. And so he gave his only begotten son. He planted a dam in the Garden of Eden to supervise, to overlook, to tend, and worship him. So, before that, after that time, let's look at Genesis 2, 15 to 22. And the Lord took, the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it, and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou shalt eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is no good that the man should be alone. I will make him an herb meat. Is that an offense? How does it become an offense that somebody find and help meet for you? To cater for your emotional security, to have communion in the flesh. When you are tired of worshiping God, you have someone to talk to by yourself. Don't we get tired sometimes? Say this Christianity. Every day, church, church, Is there no other thing to do? There's no other thing to do. That's the purpose we are created to worship God. So you must not be bored or tired. And so, he created him out of the ground, out of the side of... And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him an meet for him. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fall of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he, sh- he would call them. And whatsoever, Adam called every living creature. That was the name thereof. That is authority. Dominion. And Adam gave names to all cattle, and to, to the fowl of the hair and to of the field. But for Adam, there was not found an herb meat for him. 21 please. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs, and close up the flesh thereof. And the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And that woman proved to be everybody's damn Sometimes I wonder, would we not have been better if he had been formed? But where would we have been? It's part of the plan and purpose of God. So, Adam was. Eve was created to give emotional sustenance to Adam. God knew it, our frame; He knew it, what we need. There's nothing that you need that is outside of God's power to provide in His own time. The only difference is that man wants everything now, now, now. He do We want it fast, 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 because we don't have the patience to wait on God and to wait for God. But God will want to give us the best and the best. After Eve was created, the serpent came to deceive to deceive Eve. I will not blame Eve. She wasn't there when the husband received that instruction. So, if he fell, should Adam fall with him, with her? No. But the fear of insecurity, the fear of loneliness, the fear of being alone, if he doesn't eat this fruit, made Adam to join his wife in perdition. Amen? That is because at that time, Adam still does not realize his own importance in, in God. He does not realize that he matters to God. He does not realize that if Adam want, if Eve want to follow the devil, go. My God will provide another one for me. How many of us have found ourselves in a situation where the flesh so much desires something that we don't give a damn what happens? Whatever else besides we, we have this one. Rather than trusting God to give us the best, we use our emotional intelligence to obtain security that will not last or to satisfy an immediate desire. But nonetheless, because we matter to God and because from the beginning God has decided that man is created in his own image, he's going to supervise everything concerning us, even after the fall, God see provided for the covering of the nakedness of Adam and Eve. Let's all see. Genesis chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. Anyone who is here should read, please. I've been reading. Someone says, should read. Verse 20. Please, let's read 15 first. Okay, Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. Yeah. And I'll put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Amen. Read 14. 14. Yes. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly sh- thou shalt, go, shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Amen. Read 13. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me. And I did, and I did it. it. The serpent beguiled me. I can sense the, the emotional disappointment, the, the sense of disappointment with which God asked that question. What is this that thou have done? I created you to have communion with you. I give you everything. I, uh, everything you ever need, I have given to you. Why do you allow this little thing to take you out of my presence? Do you ever feel a sense of frustration with someone whom you feel you have trusted that you can never miss it, and that person do exactly the contrary of what you expect the person to do? Put yourself in the position of God the Father. Be a father instructing a child, don't go out of this gate today. And by the time you come back, you find it, not only find the child outside the gate, he has broken the neighbor's windscreen. Are you going to kill the child? You will be speechless and helpless and say, are you sure my, you are my child? I kept you in the house, gave you everything in that house so that you will not be tempted to come out. You still come out. And that is not enough. You come and damage the neighbor. Who is going to pay? What is this thing that thou hast taught? Communion, fellowship is broken. God cannot reverse himself for the law, love of man. And so a curse was pronounced. Pronounced upon man. Pronounced upon the serpent himself. And we will see how this curse was redeemed by God. Because since that time, there has been a broken relationship. We see matters to God all along the line, but it was never the same. And we learned in Bible school that the Holy Spirit only came once in a while upon the prophets in those days. But today, we have had so many, we don't need prophets anymore, do we? <laughs> Sister, I is prophesy. prophesying. Brother Cooper is prophesying. Is so do we need to go and pay any prophet to come and say us said the Lord, because we have the Holy Spirit inside us. That is a part of redemption that God achieved for us through the ministry of reconciliation that Jesus obtained for us on the cross of Calvary. And because of that, we are celebrating Easter today. Easter, Good Friday, Mark, the sacrificial shedding of the blood that brought us back to Christ, to God, through Christ Jesus. And tomorrow is resurrection, which is our justification of the Christian faith. Without resurrection, we will not be Christian. Yeah. You will not have a legal ground to stand upon. Lawyers will stand upon some Doctrine or uh, ratio die or whatever. Am I right? Aha. Decided decisions. Aha. Sometimes they stand on the cons- Lawyers are always shifting ground. If they don't stand on the constitution, they stand on the lay-down precedent. As it's convenient for lawyers, they argue. So lawyers are not liars, they are learned fellows. So Let's see what happened after the relationship was broken. Was God so annoyed that he doesn't want to have anything to do with them again? He didn't. Though he could not break his own law, he sent them out of the garden, the garden of comfort, just like many of us today. In our search for what is not missing, we alternate ourselves, ourselves ourselves from the presence of God. God says, wait for me. I'm coming. I am coming. And the Bible says that a thousand years in the presence of God is like a day. And you say it's it's tarry. Like Samuel would say, um, Saul said, Samuel is taking too long. And he did, he performed the ministry of a priest. And he brought a curse on his descendants. And some some today have brought curses upon their descendants by our actions and inactions of impatience and lack of sense of identity and the intrinsic value of our importance to God. You know, this thing comes from within. When your spirit man is assured, nothing can shake you. Do you know? When you know beyond a shadow of doubt that this thing, I cannot compromise it. Let heavens fall. You will stand on your ground and say, I don't want it. It may be a million-dollar contract. I don't want to have anything to do with it because I know that this is not of God. Amen. God made, gave um, Adam and Eve, So said them, in spite of their sins. He did not want them to debase his own glory because he created man in his own glory, as we are read. David said in Samuel, that what is man that thou art mindful of him? But you have made them a little less than, hello him! God has created us in his own image, and so he does not want us to see shame or corruption. Anyone who is suffering shame is the devil that is putting the shame on you, and you have to ward it off. Is A sense of low esteem or lack of self-importance or lack of self-acceptance is a spirit of the devil. Amen? When there is no peace within, you just want to be like the Joneses. You are not happy except you are copied. God did not copy, he did not copy you when he was making you, did he? He made you unique in your own image. So why are you jumping over the fence because your neighbor just bought a new car and you can't sleep? You want to take a loan to buy the, the same just to prove that you two, you are a man. Or, um, I too, I did not inside in that circle. What matters to God is for us to be in his will. Whatever we have that is not given to us by God, and we know it, those ones we koni koni, you know, use agbari. We go back the same way it, it came, by fraud, by fraud and deception. Somebody else will come and scam you, and they take it. They take it. In my days as a young graduate in Lagos, with many, many distressed banks, generation, decade by decade, banks get distressed in this Lagos. Lagos is Nigeria anyway. So it's not a new thing that banks or financial institutions are... Closing shop every ten, 10 years. Government policies, there's nobody who will be guided by it. Everybody wants shortcut. And so, when somebody through some manipulation in the stock exchange says, say, say, a share, uh, how much? And you go and buy. Is it go? Is it come? Is it go? A fool and his money is unparted. When that share crashes, who is to blame? How did you get the money in the first instance? If it were hard hand money, you won't squander it anyhow. And some people said, well, in those days, some people were sent to jail. Some financial controller, MD of banks, they went to jail. And before the days of ESCC, they recovered some of the stolen things and they are back to square well, one. Some came back to come and die. Now, tell me, what profited it? Answer me. Nothing. Would it not have been better for someone to just be a messenger somewhere carrying fire with peace of mind and the glory of God and be the MD and lose his peace? Answer me. Some of our contemporaries are far gone, gone years by. And anytime me and daddy were talking, I asked daddy, daddy is it not better to be alive, to be safe and sound? And the pursuit of that these people went to, and they ended in sickness. Sickness that will now consume all the money, and the family will be in sorrow and dissolution. If you want to, mat- you, you matter to God, but you must make sure you make yourself matter to God. Amen? The only way you can make yourself matter to God is to do His will. He wants to help you, He wants to assist you. He wants to bless you. But because when God sent out Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, He did not take something from them. Who knows? He did not take their will. And that will is a problem of man. From that time till now, we've always wanted to have things our own way. Am I lying? Don't go. No, I have to go. Something tells me there's a better option there. There's always a plan A, a plan B, option B for every human being. It became a fad. I think these last 10 years, they say, have plan B, have option B, have option A. But if you are serving Christ, why do you need option B? Why do you need option B if truly you are a child of God? That which he has said he will do, he will do. And his his words are yea and amen. So, God did not just send Adam and Eve out of the garden naked. He clothed them. Let's see that. Let's see how he does that. Genesis 3 20 to 21. Someone quickly read. And Adam called Called his wife and Adam called his wife's name Eve, because Eve. she was the mother of all living. Yes. Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, "Behold, the man has become, like one of us, to know good and evil. To so know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever." Uh-huh. So man became a problem unto himself. Because if he eats that fruit and he lives forever, he won't know what to do with his life. He will just be roaming the land like Methuselah. So, God was the first fashion designer. He was. He made clothes. Somebody sang, My coat of many colors. Then he My mama made for me. But our father made a clothes from animal skin to cover us because we are made in his glory and he cannot cannot bear to see us being shamed or being shameful. So why do you now to profane the name of the Lord by our behavior? When all he does for us is to strive to beautify our life, to do things according to his will and purpose, yes, man will say, I want to do my own. Now I want to do my own. I want to do my own. Now he brings us come here. Are we? So Jesus was the solution. From this point, man went on his own way, but God cannot leave us alone because he knew that the devil is waiting for us. Shabir, you, you are the beloved of the Lord, the, eye of the, the, the apple of the eye of God Almighty. Now you are in my custody. I've gotten the survey plan. That's the first thing he got from Adam and Eve. This territory is mine. And you have to pay obeisance. Before you can eat anything of the ground, God has said it. So the devil is working on you. Yes, in all the trials and sorrow, God still thought, okay, let me send someone again. He made a covenant with Noah through the family of Noah to redeem the world again. And somehow, somehow, that one too failed. Because Noah's children too, they fell into errors. And so he sent Abraham. You see Abraham's call. In Genesis 12, verse 1 to 3. Because through our generation, God has been looking for how to arrange this matter, that man should come back to me. Genesis 12, verse 1 to 3. Can someone quickly read? We are going through it. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and cause him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Amen. Amen. Abraham was a man after God's heart. He knew his own identity in Christ, in God, and he did not doubt God. I told you I'm, a, I'm not a student of archaeology, So, I read during the week, the reason Abraham, what brought Abraham down to Kenya? You know, he was the first person to come down to Kenya until, you know, the merry-go-round of his descendants. There was a climate change at that time, and there was famine. That is why God spoke to him to leave his father's house. In that time, in the, in the land of Mesopotamia, in the Middle East, there was so much idolatry, they had a thousand gods for a day, and they worship all the gods. They had wealth, they had fame, they had civilization and everything, but they did not have God. So, as it's, as it's uh, common to every civilization, a civilization will reach its peak and then begin to decline. Mm -hmm. So decline came. The wrath of God came. And so Mesopotamia became a city under siege, and Abraham was told to move out to Kenya. But how come he was not attached to his background? How come he he was willing to leave? Is it not because he knows his identity in Christ, in God? He knows that there's going to be a plan for him, a better plan. Behold, I have written thee in the palm of my hand. He knows that God knew him. He loves him. He is not in doubt. That climate change, the family did not discourage him from obeying God. If it were today, what will you say, brothers and sisters? Will you go to a land you don't know? Ah, this one I know sir. As a manager, you say I should go to clinic. I'm not going. Somebody will tell you it's the devil that is. Bro, don't let the devil deceive you. Kenyan <laughs> is even worse than here. better stay. Here that you know. Stay and enjoy it all. Because there's no insurance over there. Abraham trusted in God. He had faith in God. And it was accounted for him for righteousness. And so he was chosen to be the ancestor. Of our Lord Jesus Christ. The the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Jehovah, the man of God. He fought many wars. His descendants fought wars. And they went to Kenya, they subdued the people because they trusted in God. Beloved, how is your heart with Christ with God today? Do you trust all you have been hearing? Or you think when somebody here says, Just hear the Lord, I love you with all my heart. You say, ah, We started the king. All we hear in this church is prophecy. All this promise itself. When is it going to come to pass? I beg, Jerry, you can just worship, go. All this, I'm coming I'm coming. Some of us, we have that attitude to the word of God. We become so familiar. So familiar that the word of God does not have meaning for us anymore. Ah, I've heard it before. Even before they say "Just fear the Lord," you are already recollecting. You said this last week. You said this week before. Every time we are worshiping, "Just fear the Lord." I'm hungry, Jerry. I need a new job. What passes through your heart when you are worshiping? When you are in church, is it an avenue for us to go on some fantasy island and begin to daydream? Yes. Some people are just sitting on the chair. They are far gone. It's only when they say, hey, "Stand up." Our heart must key to the word of God. Amen. Because this word is the one that frames our identity. It's the word, the word that encourages our spirit man, even our soul, when the enemy wants to discourage us. But the devil himself knows our frame, just as God knows. He knows those things we love. He knows that we love lies. And we're always looking for a prophet that will prophesy lies unto us. And when God says, sit down, my daughter, I will soon come and give you this. Somebody say, there's a better deal. Let's go and meet one Baba there. And it's work for Why? We lose touch with God because we don't know our identity. We don't know how much he loves us. We don't know that we matter to him. So from Abraham... We begin to see the work of redemption. How God begins to work out the with redemption plan through the lines of Abraham, down, 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 to the New Testament, from David to Solomon, to from Rahab. You read those things I sent to you. Yeah, that's an eye opener. That is to tell you that the opinion of man should not matter to you. What should matter to you is the word of God concerning your life. If we are to to profile Bia Sheba today, what would you call her? An adulteress? Hmm? Eh? Uh, huh? homebreaker. homebreaker. <laughs> what's that one? Oh, first wife, thief. <laughs> So you, do, you have modified it. It's now, it's now does come. But do you know she was a matron of Jesus Christ? Yes. You know she gave birth to Solomon. And Jesus Christ came from the lineage of David and Solomon. Solomon gave birth to the ancestors of Jesus. Solomon is an ancestor of Jesus. You read it. Now, God's divine plan for our life does not change. The time may change. The circumstances may change. But that he has called you from your mother's womb is not going to change it. Eh? So if you want to run, run like Jonah. You can't run. It might not be fashionable to be a Christian or to be a pastor like our pastor here, but that does not change the fact that God has ordained him to be a pastor. When he didn't know how much it mattered to God, he ran, and he ran many runs. Pastor Femi is a living witness of his many runs. Like Jonah, Pastor ran, and thank God he did not enter the fish the value of the fish, before he retraces his step. The plan and purpose of God for our life is very sure and secured, And it does not give pain. No. We only think it's boring or it will take time. When he begins to fulfill his plan, manifest his plan, those who have run ahead of you will come and beg you and say, how did you do this? We left you in Ojota, uh, and you are now in Omalevish 1. How come? How did you get here? I've had to shed some weight in friendship because I cannot explain how I got here. Honestly, I cannot. This will be a real tug of war for those who felt they know me very well and they've profiled me and they've closed the door of my destiny inside their wardrobe. So now, when we meet in future times, when they ask me, so we want to know where you are now, I just carry what cover the, the conversation. Like I met one in Nogba yesterday. She was really glad to see me, introduce her, daughter, and so on. I said, ah, do you live around? I said, yes, yeah. where do you live? I said, please, let me quickly ask for the price of fish. I'm coming. So by the time I looked back, she looked at me and she walked off. Because you just put yourself in another net. It's not a relation- every relationship is not ordained by God. Though you gain some experiences, it may not be profitable, but then no experience is useless. Amen. Amen. But we would have saved ourselves a lot of stress and headache if we had listened to God and following Him squarely without branching left or right or looking for what is not missing. You matter to God. Let's look at John 3. 16. We are talking about the work of redemption. From Abraham, even from the, from the garden of Eden to, to Noah to Abraham to David to Solomon. For lack of time, we can't go through all, but let's look at what happened in John 3, 16. For God so loved the world mm-hmm. that he gave his only begotten son. Mm-hmm. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting, everlasting life. Everlasting life. He gave his only begotten son. On the way to Calvary, Jesus was weeping for us and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. Did he not weep for you, sister Josephine? He did because he knew you are going to be stuck in Catholic church for some time. And you are going to be counting roastry when that is not the way, the life and the truth. He knew we are going to go through a lot of a lot of routes that is not approved by him. And so he worked. He worked. To, he, he died to set us free. And today we are celebrating his Asc- resurrection. Monday is ascension. Is it not? For me, Christ has risen already. I don't need to wait till tomorrow. And Christ is no longer on the cross. It's raising 2,000 years ago, 2,000 plus. What we are doing now is remembrance of that unique sacrifice. And so, brothers and sisters, why do you think you matter to God? Why? Is it just because I've been talking here for the past one hour that convinces you that you matter to God? It's because the Bible says so. And we are going to look at it. Number one, part of it, they are inexhaustive, as far as the scripture goes. You matter to God because you are redeemed by the blood. You are redeemed from the curse of the law. Galatians 3.13. And you are God's righteousness in Christ Jesus. That's why you matter to him. Jesus gave you a right standing with him. When the devil comes and tells you that uh, this and that, tell, the, tell him, I know the word of God, and I, know, I don't know my rights in Christ Jesus. I am the apple of the God Almighty. 2 Corinthians 5.21, you are God's righteousness in Christ Jesus. No matter to God, because he who is in you is greater than who he who is in the world. You are greater than the devil if you know it. Because of Christ that is in you, the word of God says, At the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. So, why should a Christian be having depression to the point of committing suicide? Why should a Christian wake up on the wrong side of the bed? The devil wants to tell you, I say, What have you done with your life? Your mates are in Banana Island. You, you are seeing. This. This shaku (laughs) shaku And you have no way, you don't know the way out. Sing unto the Lord a new song. When that comes to your spirit, the the enemy wants to weigh down your spirit man so that you'll not be able to access the blessings of God. You matter to him. Because greater is he that is in you than the devil that is in the world. First John chapter 5, verse 4. And you are more than conqueror, through him who loved you. Romans 8.37 Now that the battle is over Now that the battle is over Now that the battle is over We are more than conqueror. I hope we'll sing it tomorrow, Pastor. Pastor. <laughs> Let's sing it. We are more than conquerors Through him who rose from the dead. You matter to God because you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Those are words that assure you of your materiality before God, not in accounting or in chemistry. You matter to God because you are a child of the Most High God, Psalm 82, verse 6. When the devil tells you, you are nothing and you can never be anything, tell him you are the child of the Most High God. You need to know your identity and walk in the reality of that identity. You matter to God because you are the source of the earth and the light of the world. Wherever a child of God is, there is joy, there is peace, there is reconciliation. If you are a Christian and you are always fomenting trouble and fomenting strife anywhere you are, concocting mischief and causing mutual distrust among your peers, you need to repent. A child of God must be a light and a source of peace and reconciliation. You matter to God because you are a friend of Jesus. If you obey his commandments, John 15, verse 14 to 15. You are my friends indeed, if you obey my commandments. You matter to God because you are complete in Christ. Colossians 2.10. The fullness of the Godhead bodily dwelleth in my soul. The fullness of the Godhead bodily dwelleth in my soul. Do you know that song? Please learn it and sing it. You are complete in Him. Pastor, please teach us. I am complete in Him. When the devil wants to tell you you are nothing, you say, No, I have the Godhead inside my soul. I am complete in Him. And then your spirit man is lifted, your soul is encouraged, your trouble flies out the window. You matter to God because you are the temple of God. And don't defy that temple. Your body is not your own, it belongs to God. Say, woman, right. I can do anything. It's my life. It's not your life. Where were you? Who were you before you came to be? And before we talk, you say, It's my life. It's my right. You cannot do it. God will hold you accountable for your life and you must leave it to the glory of God. Your life must have meaning before God. Please let's stand up and thank him for the work of redemption that he perfected for us on the cross of Calvary that will always walk and walk in reality of this Sacrifice, we will not throw it back at God's face. We will not make Him regret creating us. Our life must have meaning. We must live an impactive, impactive life in Christ Jesus. Let's thank Him for the grace to do so my father. keke The God that showed forth, we thank you for showing forth in the life of your children. Masake for that which they are trusting you for. Oh Lord, my God, you place upon their hands. Mantaki ka Even as they have come to hear your word tonight, Oh Lord, my God, you begin a new thing and begin to perfect that which concerns them. Masake keke te whatever channels of blessing the enemy has broken their life. Thank you, God, for restoring and repairing and restoring unto them all the years that the locals are teaching. The God of our peace will bless your name, O oh Lord. For you are not a man that you should lie, my father. That which you have promised your children we thank you for doing for them. Making them an example of your faithful name. The wisdom for living, O oh Lord. I pray you grant unto these ones the wisdom to walk in your ways. To manifest your glory in this end time. O oh Lord, my God, I ask for the grace for them and the wisdom for them kariku Sinda Kereke, Inka Sakuruku, Shika Yakatata. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.